Robert. Hey. Yo, what's shaking, AC? Hey, I'm just checking in. How are you? It's been about, what, three or so weeks of, the, I think the, the, the shock has sort of settled in. How are things going? Um, things are going relatively well. I think one of the big things I'm trying to deal with right now across the gamut, whether it's with customers or family or friends or franchisees, is the concept of feelings. Um, Feels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So what, what kinds of things are you seeing with your franchisees, for example? Well, I mean, I think, I think sort of the biggest thing that we're dealing with is trying to figure out what kind of happens next. How do we move on? How do we feel about the current scenario? Because, you know, everyone has different predictions. You're going to hear something totally different off late night talk shows than you're going to hear in an economic report from Goldman Sachs. So I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what to do and, and how to move forward with this, with everything that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I've seen that too in the different companies that I work with, that there's a real range of, and not just, not just in the, the businesses, but even in people I talk to, you know, there's a lot of optimistic people, but there's also a lot of people that are still just like really scared. And there's a lot of layoffs happening. And this is supposed to be one of the biggest weeks right now, potentially there could be some, some big peak this week. Um, you know, there's, so there's still a lot of fear. Um, is that, or is that something you're seeing, you know, the range of people that you communicate with and especially in your franchisees? Yeah. You know what? There's definitely a ton of fear. Um, there's, there's still some panic. Uh, there's some indifference even. Uh, but I mm. think what, what a lot of them are kind of missing is that um, it, to me, it seems like it's all different stages of grief actually. Um, you know, there was a great article pu- published in the Harvard Business Review, and I think they're, they were talking about some, some write-ups done by da- David Kessler, which is sort of the, you know, governing body or, or expert on grief. And he says that right now everyone's sort of dealing with this thing that's called anticipatory grief, you know, as if you knew that a loved one is suffering from a terminal I- illness. They haven't passed away yet, but when they do, then what happens? That's the grief you're dealing with right now, you know? You, maybe your business hasn't shut down yet, the, the, the economy hasn't completely crashed, but what happens when it does? So it's this anticipatory grief, and there's different stages in there, right? Like there's the denial, the anger, the bargaining, and I'm, I'm trying to move everyone towards the acceptance so they can accept what's happening and try to move forward with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think people are grieving a lot. Like when you think about grief and the things that we have, have had to give up without choosing, like sort of got ripped away from us, like being able to, to be in person, like for in the franchise community, there's a lot of people really upset about, you know, we don't have our conferences to, to get together and learn and, and educate each other. And um, there's all kinds of things that are been t- being able to go to the gym, for example, like I'm grieving that for sure, you know, and so I think that that grief is, is definitely something that we need to be aware of. I think a lot of people like us, we're super optimistic people, you and I, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the longer term and it's not because I'm not affected by it, but because I believe so much in mindset being so critical. And I think that we though need to remember that especially for you, I guess, as a franchisor, and the more franchisees a person has in their system, the more this would, they'd see the range of this, that there's people that really need a lot of like TLC and to be treated with, with care that aren't where we're at. Like if, if, if we were to go in and say, here, let's, let's talk about ways to connect with the frontline customer right now. And if their mindset is like, 
on freakout mode, then you're you've got to first move them, like you just said, move them kind of through the stages a little bit and and probably support them. I would think. Yeah, you you got to meet them where they are. I'm I'm an ever optimist forever, all the time. I'm always <laughs> forever. I'm always optimism is my favorite. I'm just so happy. <laughs> No, I know you're kind of annoying. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like when no, I'm financial reports or trying to structure different business models, I'm always looking for everything that could go wrong so that I could be prepared. But generally in life, I try to keep an optimistic approach. Not everyone is there. Not everyone has hit that. So you've got to meet them and, and try to guide them through that because ultimately as a franchisor, you know, for lack of a better term, your franchisees are kind of your employees, right? You're their leader. They're looking to you. And that resonates forward to their staff and their customers. Um, you know, like when I think about companies like Lululemon or the body shop, or especially Costco, these are companies that had have built massive empires without spending any money on marketing. You know, like Costco, I think is the seventh biggest company um, roughly around there from a revenue standpoint. And it's because their employees treated their customers and provided such an impeccable experience that word of mouth their spread. So as, as a franchisor, if you're able to find that connection with your franchisees, wherever it is and try to um, help it blossom and move forward, then eventually that's going to resonate down and, further and further and and hopefully provide some fruitful results for your business. Really what we're talking about here, it sounds like to me is leadership. And because that leadership trickles from the franchisor to the franchisee, franchisee to the employee and that, that whole, the way that everybody's treated then trickles right through to the customer. That's actually something that my dad talked a lot about at M and M meat shops, you know, that like that, the, if the employees are properly taken care of, then the customers will be taken care of. And yeah, in franchising, you've got the franchisees within that chain. So I think, you know, that really resonates right now at a time when I, I know that the, I haven't yet met a franchisor that's not trying to take care of their franchisees, but it's kind of like, I think recognizing that what you're doing for them might not be what they need. What they might need is that is that compassion about the stage that are at as difficult as that might be for people that are more optimistic or don't feel the same pains as them. Or, you know, often I think franchisors, they know the answer where they're like, you know, this is what you need to go do. Why don't you just go do it? You know, and the person's not at that level. So they're not open to hearing it. So I think recognizing that is probably probably pretty valuable. Yeah, totally. And it's not even only about the person's mindset. It could also be like a generational thing. You know, different generations of people look for different things out of life and out of business, whether it's um, status or profitability or purpose mm. or whatever. And so where their mindset sort of goes, you know, like one thing in leadership is, yeah, sure, you, you've got to be positive and you've got to kind of encourage them forward. But sometimes you also need to lay Thor's hammer down and be like, no, okay, we have to focus. We have to come back together, right? Um, so it's not that you should or shouldn't be like a pushover or where's the where's the line here and there's more things that that affect that than just the scenario the the economic scenario it could be personal issues and things that that come out in their life that way as well so it's it's a really fit in my opinion it's such a fickle line um to to walk like a tightrope you know what 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 can you do here because it's very easy um to be tagged up as a poor leader when you make one misstep. So you've, you're always going through it. You know, always, always are able to find the things that you do when they're negative, but when you do the positive things, 
it always gets overlooked. And you've got to have resilience um, and a thick skin to be able to make it through that sort of uh, criticism. I think so. Between that and, and really just role modeling the behavior that you're trying to that you're trying to see, right? Yeah. Like rolling in on a chair. If you want to get people <laughs> doing that, you got to demonstrate and role model it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate your, your insights. I'd like to, you know, it's always good to hear your franchise or insights and, and share those with, with the community of, of franchise people that we come in touch with all the time. I appreciate your insights as well. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this rant up. Are you ready for this? Okay. This time you're going to count down because I keep screwing this up. <laughs> Three, two, one. Go be, Go be awesome. awesome. Ah, you oh, no.